Hey there, folks. It's very hot in the studio. I don't necessarily know if I have the energy to get as excited for these intros as I normally do. It's very hot. I will do my best, though, because this week's guest, the one and only Jill Real, that's with an E, the real deal, uh, WKTV meteorologist, is here to talk about all things weather, television, and, of course, uh, making being the first WKTV person to come on the show. Pretty dope moment for me. All right. Uh, also this week, we're going to talk about Trump and Helsinki. Uh, we're going to play the quote game. We're going to do a little bit of history lessons. We're going to talk about Kylie Jenner, Elon Musk, Ajit Pai. We'll briefly talk about the Emmy nominations. It's so hot. I'm dying. I'm melting in the studio. Heather's laughing at me as I melt and record this. This is the Uticast, episode 160. We are happy to have you here. Stomachache, like you haven't eaten all yep. day. I'm just now realizing I haven't really eaten all day, and mm. I can feel that. I would have brought you something over to eat. Well, that's all right. That's okay. I need. I've worked to get done. Means you've got the hunger. Yeah. I do have the hunger. I think I'm gonna make one of them garlic pizzas with what's in the fridge because those, those tomatoes gotta go. It's true. That's like the type of hunger where I just overeat though. Like I the just deep eat hunger. Till, like <laughs> just till I can't. <laughs> well, they give us like uh, you can eat at the cafeteria at my work during the lunchtime, but like I'm usually working for the first like 20 minutes of my half hour lunch period because it's at the same time everyone else eats. So I usually can scarf down something at the last minute, but today mm. it was not, not feasible. Welcome to episode one of our hunger-based podcast. The Unicast presents We're Hungry. That's our new podcast. Or Sam's hungry. Sam's hungry. Nobody told me about these changes. And <laughs> I had like lunch earlier. I know. So I ate right before I, like I got I'm not here. Prepared. I prepared. No, no. Welcome back, folks. Uticast episode one sixty. Uh, joined as always by my good pals, confidants, Heather Waz, Kev Sullivan. What's going on, guys? It's hot today. It's very. I'm, it's it's so hot. incredible. It's been a running hot. theme. It feels like there's a thunderstorm coming. I know, it rained for like a split second. I saw that, yeah. Just a second. Literally, like two seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I was told today during this week's interview that if you have any complaints whatsoever about mm. the weather or any weather-based complaints, send your, your questions directly to uh, this week's guest, WKTV meteorologist Jill Real at The Real Deal. She's happy to take... She answers them, too. She does. She'll take all the blame that you send at her for the humidity. <laughs> I blamed her for that when she was in the studio. Uh, no, it was nice to talk to Jill. Um, good friend of the pod and the first person from WKTV who's ever been on the show. Really? Yeah, I thought about that. this many episodes? I can't think of anybody. Hey, you might be right. That's wild. I actually go right to her on Twitter before I even check the weather. Like the weather and what's like, so what did Jill say today? <laughs> well, actually, one of the nice things we talked about was the interesting, like, portion of the social media aspect of what it takes to do her job now. Like, being she, a does a noticeably, she does a noticeably better job than a lot of people locally of, like, yeah, engaging outside yeah. of just, like, a, a work base. And she's funny, too. She is funny. She's funny. She's Very funny. funny. We had a nice conversation. Always great to talk to her. Uh, so, yeah, that was a lot of fun. couple things on the docket before we dig into kind of a downer week of news. And again, I've had a rough week, so we're going to run through this. It'll be a shorter episode than normal, I think, this week. I say that every time, and then it always All ends the up. All the time. It's always going to end up being the same. You're always like, oh, it's a light episode. <laughs> uh, just, want, just want to say, I've started to see our good friends, uh, Justin and Katie, uh, the Maiden Utica crew, is starting to ramp up 
August 25th, downtown get down, third annual, 9 a.m., same Utica spots, same Utica channel. Uh, I'm very excited this year. Looking forward to it again. We always have a great time. I had an excellent time at the dunk tank last year. Not sure if that'll come back, considering mm-hmm. last time it had a crack in it and we had to patch it up with duct tape. <laughs> Shout out to my dude with the, with the dunk tank. Um, can I tell you the best part about the dunk tank last year for me? Doing it first, when it was still sunny out. Because once, oh, yeah. once Justin got in, it was the end of the day, and there was no longer sun. <laughs> and it was just really cold and miserable by the cold time. Cold and bitter and yeah. salty. And salty, yeah. <laughs> no, saltwater dunk tank this year. Go first if you're going to be in a dunk tank. Uh, Kevin, just a quick, uh, before I get to, I'll start with you this week. I'll okay. start with Heather. Uh, just checking in on the summer of Kevin. How are things going so far for uh, you? Summary. The weather has certainly been holding up. <laughs> uh, I can say that for sure. Um... Yeah, man, it's been really hot. I went up north. It was nice. I forget that mm. when you go up to like Old Forge and stuff, that it's automatically like 10 degrees cooler almost all the time. That was really nice. I got yeah. a chance to go up oh, yeah. earlier this week, and it was nice to get up there and get out of the humidity for a little bit, get out there near the water. Um, mm. Man, it makes me wish I had millions of dollars. So I could just get like a big, a, a, just a nice place right in the water, with like yeah. some boats, maybe a boathouse. I'm going to talk a little bit about camp life in a minute, but I will say one thing. One of the big ongoing discussions. That's right. You had camp life this week as well. Yeah, camp life with my family. One of the most uh, discussed topics of my camp time this week was what kind of investment capital it would take to open a marina. This is a real big conversation me and my family have been having. Hmm. Uh, to open a marina in the sense that, like, are you renting boats? Yeah, renting boats to people oh, so on much holiday. Money. So much money. You need a lot of money, right? Because you got to buy that waterfront. Mm. That's where all your money is. The waterfront and the okay. insurance. The insurance, I can say, but the waterfront, if you're paying for the land, if you have a deal, you can probably structure those payments out longer. I think the overhead you need is probably... Yeah, but it's just so much. If it's... <laughs> million, yeah, right? Yeah, you need to have some money. Easily. Oh, my God, easily. Like, yeah. one of us are not going to be hmm. opening up easily. one of them right now. <laughs> Seems like a sweet gig, though. That's yeah, all it's I'm... still the waterfront. You couldn't get the waterfront for less than 500 on any lake yeah. worth renting boats on. That's a good yeah. point. For any last night, it would be like a sweetheart okay. for a time. Okay, so what about, what about like an Uber Lyft type situation where you deliver the boats to people from an outside location? They order the boats, you deliver it to them. Well, but you have to drive the boats to boat Fourth deli- Lake, and then... Well, you'd be around Fourth Lake, not necessarily on the water, but oh, you so you have... you have all the boats parked at your house, and then you just be like, hey, I got a boat, well, yeah, you got to fleet. you launch it. You know I mean, and you launch them at launch points. You can launch them right No, because then I feel like at that point, so now you're also paying for trucks, trailers, labor, mm. spread them oh, to whichever yeah. lake you've got. it's going to cost even more for you to rent Upkeep them out. on all that, hmm. extra insurance on yep. all that. And then, yeah. Hmm. I think you just let it go. Seems like a dream now. You got to get one boat and rent it out like an Airbnb. Yeah. <laughs> an Airbnb, yes. Yeah. Airboat and bed. I so you can sleep in it and also float it around. What's what's Airbnb what? stand for? What is it? What is Airbnb it? is bed breakfast. So airboat and Dude, it's like place boat. to stay. Don't airboat and boat. It's just it's catchy. All right, <laughs> we get caught up on the lingo. All right, I'm gonna move on. Uh, <laughs> Heather, I saw. <laughs> if anybody out there's got a boat that they want to let us rent. And not like Utica, not like we'll Utica pay you for the Airbnb. boat, but we'd like to get paid to rent out your boat. Yeah. <laughs> since we're since we're already talking about it, I might as well bring it up. I did get a chance to drive a pontoon boat from oh. Old Forge, the Old Forge uh, little uh, end there. The Colloquially circle. known yeah. as the pond. Yeah, the yeah. pond, the Old Forge pond, all the way back up to Fourth Lake, which was mm-hmm. uh, a joy. I love glorious Fulton chain. But you know what's funny? I, my my niece and nephews were on the boat with me, right? Yeah. And they were like. Uh, and the main nephew just kept being like, "Go fast, go fast, go fast!" And I'm like, finally, you know, he doesn't realize it's a pontoon boat. And yeah, he goes he like, had one of them. It only goes like 16 miles an hour. So like, I got him all, I got him all gassed up. I was like, "I was like, are right, you ready?" I was like, "We get in the center of the lake." He's like, "Yeah." I was like, "Yeah, are you ready? You ready?" I was like, "Let's floor it!" And we're just like, mm. Dude, "That's how ours is." And he's like, "Oh, that's right. This is disappointing." No, they liked it. Uh, pontoon boats are dope. I still think I would want the speedboat. 
over the pontoon boat? I, I went back and forth a lot over the week looking at all of the people's boats. Yeah, but you're not like skiing. They're so dope looking though. They're so nice. <laughs> they look so much cooler than what those, I know. You know those wood ones I'm talking yeah, about? Not all like are great. the wooden style boats yeah, you see. Yeah, the old ones that yeah. you sit oh, low in. Of course. Yeah, if you get some really beautiful like 50s crisscraft <gasps> thing, yeah, that's cooler yeah, than that's what I'm talking anything. About. I just like, I mean, I feel like the party barge pontoon boat, whatever, is just nice because you can bring a squad of people mm-hmm. and then yes. comfortably hang out. You can serve dinner on a party yep. barge. We've turned this into a boat podcast. Yeah. Yeah. We're, we should make this a boat podcast. We're coming up with all new posts. All new podcast ideas. Uh, Heather, I saw, uh, once again, you were on a hike this weekend. Yeah, I did. However, yes. you didn't have your child with you. No, this was a romantic hike yes. with your husband. Well, we had some other friends, but it was more like that. So a swinger's hike, I see. An adult. Definitely I love you guys, but no. <laughs> uh, so where'd you guys go? We hiked uh, Big Slide. Mm. It's a smaller of the high peaks, but it's awesome. There's a lot of like cool little treasures to see on your way up. It's mm. a pretty... Mm. Easy hike, and it was beautiful weather up in Lake Lutz. I thought that way. So. Very nice. It was nice. It was yeah. awesome. I had a good time. Yeah. Drink lots of beer afterwards. There you go. It's a good spot for it. Yep. A lot of beer to be drank in Lake Placid. Oh, yeah. is. And I missed my son, though. I won't lie. I, oh. I did miss him. So yeah, that's how you can tell you're starting to become a real mom, and you like go someplace, and you're not excited to go anymore. Cause you're like, What's going on back at home? Is everything all right? Is he okay? Yeah. <laughs> did he miss me? Did you have him about me? I do it to Charlie the cat sometimes, who's missing, and I hope he comes back. The cat is soon. missing. He's I'm, missing? Yeah, I'm concerned. I've seen him all day. I don't know, he's not been here since last I don't night. I where he is. I saw him last night before no, I went to bed. I'm concerned. He's I'm concerned, I have to admit. I have to admit. However, all right, let's let me get to my my thing. I've been putting it off long enough. Uh, I can't go into the the total details of uh, of what happened because, you know, there's no point to. Personal reasons. But I'll say that I took a bit of a an L on the professional side this week. Not a huge L, but I a, a self-perceived L. I'm not feeling good about stuff. I thought that uh, things were going to... I thought I'd have exciting news to share with you folks this week, and it's not as exciting as I had hoped for. Mm. Um, not as bad as it could be, certainly. Uh, but uh, it's tough, man. It's tough out there in this world trying to make a living in, in, in this era, right? Uh we don't make a ton of cash doing this show. Full disclosure, I don't get as many advertisers because I have a hard time going out to look for them. I don't have as much free time as I once did. Um, but, you know, I tried not to get excited about the prospect of this thing that was coming. Didn't happen. And I'm, uh, I'm a bit down about it. I've been taking it real hard. I'm oh. being real philosophical about it. I want to hug you. Thank you. you don't have to, it's very hot. Please don't touch me. It's Please. so, it's don't so hot me. in here. I, I love you so much, but thank you. Please don't touch me. It's just... Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, and I've tried, you know, I've gone, I think sometimes when you're like a, a weird philosophical madman like myself, you get sort of caught up in your own head with this stuff, and it's hard to not overthink these things. Um, so I'll just say this, when you're ever in a situation when things are getting down, it's okay to be angry sometimes, but anger doesn't really get you get you too far. I was real angry for a couple days, and it didn't mm-hmm. really do me any good. Nope. And I'll say that uh, sitting around with the fam, doing the pontoon life, uh... Helps even things out a little bit. Pontoon life. Pontoon, yeah. Getting out. Yeah. If I, I was thinking about that when I was up north this week. If you could sit by the lake every single day, I feel like you'd have way less problems. That's it's how true. when I went hiking. I was it's like, true. this is just beautiful. This is nice. Nature, man. Mm. It's great. Also, if anyone wants to donate money to this podcast, please send us all your money. That's very <laughs> sweet of you. All right. Uh, let's move on. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, I just want to share something with you. I have a new idea for a segment before we get to Trump stuff. Uh we have a good friend of the show who comes in all the time. Let's just call him Steve A. <laughs> <laughs> Steve's always a constant source of entertainment in our lives. And yesterday, something happened that I really want to share with you folks. Steve is a drone enthusiast. <laughs> and I've never heard of this happening. He has one of these little drones 
that you control with your set. many drones. Many drones. There's one specific new tiny one. Yeah, mm-hmm. you can control. the size of a wallet. Oh, neat. You control it with your cell phone, right? It's a cell phone yeah. app, right? So he brings it outside to show it to GFOP Justin Parkinson. And he's got it for... In our mega residential neighborhood with numerous power lines, trees. <laughs> well, so he puts the drone into the sky. And I guess the important factor is his phone was at like 1% battery. So the phone dies and the drone is now just floating in the sky, just hovering. So what is it? It was just 10 feet in the air, hovering <laughs> in front of the house. And his phone was dead. He's like, I can't it's, make it come he's, down. He's got to run out of the house and charge the phone. Reboot the he phone. He charged in his hand. They literally sat there the whole time while the phone was charging. I think it stayed up there for a few minutes and then very slowly like lowered itself to the ground. I think Parkinson grabbed it when it was like two feet from the ground. <laughs> but uh, it's something I never thought about. Like, Yeah, what happens? Because we, ours, we control with our phone too. Yeah, yeah. So if it goes up 400 feet. Does it just sit there for it might, maybe it's <laughs> like What happens if the phone just dies? Um, it's getting very hot in the studio. Yeah, I can I'm feel sweating. I can feel the humidity leaking in. So let's get into uh, the major topics of this week, uh, and we'll go through it as fast as possible. There's a lot to cover with the fact that President Trump is in Helsinki right now with Vladimir Putin. Uh, however, despite everything we've been hearing over the last year and a half about Russian interference in this election... You can rest assured that Putin gave Donald Trump Absolutely. extremely strong and powerful denials uh, about uh, impeding in our election. Do you believe Vladimir <laughs> Putin, guys? You're really not asking us that question. I'm not really asking you. Um, there's just a lot to unpack here, and I don't necessarily know where to start. Um, I'll say that I watched about a 10-minute video of the two of them standing up, and within a minute and 30 seconds of the start of it, they started talking about Hillary Clinton, and I'm so confused about where politics... What do you mean? They're a bunch of, they're a bunch of liars and traitors, and they're gaslighting the American public. He found someone just like him. He's like, oh, someone I can relate to. Do, did you notice... Have you noticed any backlash from, like, Republicans or any more backlash than normal? I've a ton, Yeah. A ton today, yes. Yeah, I was curious... Embarrassment. Embarrassed. I, I try not to get too caught up when you see, like, one or two Republicans, like, speak out against it, but I did feel like there seemed to be a louder pushback today because well, of Well, actions also speak louder than words. They always, there's always a lot of people being like, oh, we're very concerned, or oh, we don't like this, but then they never put their money where their mouth is, because they don't actually care, because they're all complicit, and they don't, they don't care at all. Um, Trump also went on to say that the federal investigation of this uh, has been a disaster for our country, the United States, he means. He's been a disaster. He's a fool. <laughs> He's been a disaster. He's lying. Um, I've, I've had a tough time following a lot of this I... stuff with him in Europe. However, I will say, if there's been one good thing, it's the protests in Europe against him have been <laughs> vastly entertaining. Have you guys got a chance the, to see the any of that? Yeah. Well, okay. diaper Trump, baby Trump balloon has been very popular within my family. They think that's the funniest thing they've ever seen, the big mm-hmm. floating Trump balloon. Uh, I did like this one, and I wanted to talk about it because I saw a video of it. Have you, did you see him getting heckled on the golf course in Scotland? Yes. No. Uh, yes, hecklers on the golf course that he owns in Scotland were chanting, no Trump, no KKK, no racist USA at him while he was golfing, which I think was just excellent. I'm sure Good. they're all... I'm Keep sure. going. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I... It does make you wonder. I, I can't... I can't imagine what those two really talked about I when they were alone know. by themselves. Everyone wants to know, and that's why they wouldn't let anybody hear it. Talk about the continuation of their agenda. How they're going to keep executing. Like, how do I have my their country plan. like yours? <laughs> so did you see the the journalist get pulled out of the thing? Yeah, that was that a dark moment guy, too. That was sad. I felt sad. The guy standing up, waving around the sign. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I mean, just to remember, folks. Like, no matter what 
President Trump wants to try and say about why we should be allies with the Russia and that this is just as much the U.S.'s fault as it is Russia's and the relations between us. Uh, you know, Putin murders journalists and he poisons the centers. So just a thing to, you know... He's we have the president's lying. Yeah, and the president's lying. So there's a lot of... He's lying because he's a traitor. It's true. This is definitely... Sure, this is definitely more than light treason. Um... So, you know, again, Trump Baby was a big one I saw in the protests. Have you ever, did you also see that the song American, the English people were trying to get the song American Idiot by Green Day to become the number one song in the country while he was there? Mm -hmm. uh, good look for Green Day. I think people were good for them remembering Green Day. Forgot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, we could, I could probably get into more Trump stuff. I don't know if you guys want to talk more about it. Anything else you guys want to say we can move on from it? I mean, not really, not unless we got half an hour. Okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, because there's just, that's the problem with it, the, the, just the fire hose of news that comes out. Like, that's, that was the biggest story of, like, the morning and early afternoon. Mm -hmm. And then it keeps, yeah. like, it keeps cycling and cycling. You know, they just arrested that Russian national in the United States. And, like, mm -hmm. that's a maybe yeah. even bigger. And it keeps rolling and rolling. It's just crazy to see how much stuff comes out and how quickly. Um, things are getting crazy. It's scary. Crazier and crazier. Do you think that, okay, let me ask you this. I'm going to have you look into your, Kev Sullivan crystal ball here. Would you speculate that things will ramp up in the wake of him going to Russia? And oh my God! Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like this trip, yeah, it's gonna get worse and, and worse and worse. Yeah, yeah, like yeah this yeah. is. I think, he like, just won't I, come back. Who thinks we're near the craziest that it will be or mm -hmm. can be? I think is is lying to themselves, much like the president is lying to the American people. I want to share one thing with you that really got my goat today. Sure. Uh, go to, if you folks want to get in on this one, go to Patton Oswald's uh, Twitter page. I like, I follow him. Okay, Patton Oswald put up a Twitter thing today. It was a woman on a call-in show on, like, a C-SPAN call-in. You know that, sh I can't think of what the show it is, but it's a famous one where the guy sits mm -hmm. in front and just people call in and say whatever they want. And he's like, okay, thanks, Joan from Arkansas. Now we're going to go to Joanne from uh, Louisiana. And just people just say whatever they want, right? Mm -hmm. It's like an open forum type show. And there's a, and it's just a, a woman saying... She wanted to thank Russia for interfering in the election because it kept that scumbag Hillary Clinton out of office. That's their next thing that's going to happen. Oh, my God. I'm not ready for that one yet. I'm not. Already, there's already a bunch of them starting to say it. They've already got some, uh, some of the lead people out saying it. I'm after all this stuff was happening. I was in the car Maybe earlier. I was like, listening. Like, I don't watch. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I like over talk. But have you guys noticed that, like, even people are, like, yeah, I don't like soccer, obviously. Yeah. But people are like, we're voting for like Russia. Like it's just like weird things that people are doing now. Like they're getting more into things that are with Russia. Well, it's that concurrent like, attitude that yeah, sort of like, spirals itself, and it's that win lose culture. And this is the thing that bothers me with a lot of American I, politics now is this idea that you'd rather be on the winning side than the side that is yeah. like just and and moral. Because no, that you think there is winning, that you think yeah, there's like, a difference to like, sides. It's not. Those two sides aren't different. The fact that you think that somebody has to win and somebody yeah. has to lose when it comes to, to you know, to politics and government and society is, mm. is a problem in and of itself because there is no winning and losing. It's just mm. weird. Just to, like, everybody's know. in the same, everybody's on the same rock. Everybody's yeah. in the same 50 states. You know what I mean? Exactly. We're all in the same city, same places. There is no winning or losing. It's not football. Yeah, and it's been presented in a way that it almost has become, like, it's yeah. showcased as a sport almost no, almost now. about it. That's no. how they've done it for 20 straight years. Yeah. All right, I'm going to just briefly run through. We've gone long on this, so let's uh, let's just very quickly run through uh, the other news of the week that was important. Uh, as a guy who's been really promoting this World Cup for the last, like, <laughs> month and a half, I've really enjoyed it. I have to be totally honest with you listeners, I did not 
watch the World Cup final because my nieces and nephews were there and they wanted to watch Hotel Transylvania 2 and then I tried <laughs> to force them off the television and then by then we were trying to get in the boat. We only had the boat for so long so I missed most of the World Cup. Uh, I did try and follow as much as I could. Uh, I have a couple quick thoughts. Congratulations, France, I guess. Hey. Um, it's their second World Cup of all time. They won their last one in 1998, so 20 years ago. Um, from what I've read from the game, it was not a very exciting game to watch. Like The scoreline was high, but it was not a great game. So they did play soccer. They did indeed play oh, okay. soccer. okay, okay. Word. Uh, <laughs> and... Uh, if there's one name for people to remember from this, just remember the name Killian Mbappe. He's your next big world superstar. He was 19 years old. He really stepped up on the world stage in front of a lot of people who didn't get a chance to see him because he played primarily in France last year. Uh, amazing player. He's the next star in the wake of the, you know, the old guard moving along. Uh, we already talked about Trump. Uh, I don't want to talk about that. Uh, the other one, oh, McDonald's salads are making people sick. If you guys read this, dozens of people in uh, multi one, uh, 61 people in many states across the country have gotten sick, uh, suffering from cyclosporosis from uh, McDonald's salads. Uh, I would like to contend that if you go to McDonald's for a salad, you're already sick. Yeah, it's a great point. They're a sick person. They look gross. A sick person. Yeah, I don't even think there's anything wrong with the salads. I think people are just getting sick a lot. I don't know if people are ordering them more than normal. No, of course, because it's all like you got to put a lot more like raw and uncooked ingredients in salads, and like I mean, you know, bad news for the people of America. Like nobody's following the standards when they handle your food anywhere. But (laughs) a lot of the times, it's not a problem because everything's cooked. But like, yeah, when it's just raw stuff thrown in there, of course. It's all warm looking. Ever seen what McDonald's salad looks? No, I wouldn't get a salad. My husband's mom gets it. Would she go? But like, why there? That's the question. I mean, I guess like if you're going with other people, you're like, well, I need the healthy option here. But like, even with the health, I just still no. Go just get French fries. Get her. Get a get a piece of grilled chicken. Yeah, I take the bun off. Do anything. I mean, yeah. Uh, so before we go into this week's interview, I just want to play a very quick game with you guys. It's called The Quote Game. I'm going to read you a quote, yeah, and you are going to tell me who said it. This is from an article in today's Washington Post. Quote, we have already paid for the tax cuts with the growth in the economy, which is not being talked about. Tax cuts have already been paid for in six months, unquote. Who... Yes! The winner! <laughs> I was going to guess a liar. <laughs> also correct. Yeah. Yes, that's right. Claudia's going to claim today on uh, WUTQ. So good for Completely you guys getting that. disingenuous, disgusting, and horrible. Yeah. Um, now, mind you that the Congressional Budget Office has already said on numerous occasions that while this current tax plan does facilitate economic activity, it does not reap as much revenue as the previous lower tax rates. That's just... Statistically, she's correct. lying. She's horrible. Like, she's a, oh my! Even if you don't, even if you're not like an Anthony Berdizzi fan, we can't, we can't have this lady. No, just no. We, even if, even if Anthony Berdizzi is everything that Brett Truitt claims that he is, he's still better than this insane, insane lying woman. Oh man! Like, where, where are you people? <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty brutal. Uh, I, I'm glad the Washington Post is on it, though. They yeah. seemed pretty... If you want to read this Washington Post article, use your free article for this month. I and, wish uh, that she would start... I hope that as the election comes closer, she gets even crazier mm-hmm. and makes uh, continues to make mm-hmm. like just a complete mockery out of well, herself. It's Trump does crazy things, and she keeps agreeing mm-hmm. with them. It just keeps spiraling mm-hmm. out of control for her. 
So just I want to make I just want to show this one passage with you guys here. Uh, only a fraction of the total 1.5 trillion in economic gains that Tenney mentioned would have been taxable. So it was inaccurate for her to say the cost of tax cuts uh, would have been offset already. Uh, Tenney's interviewers at UTQ jumped on her claim and pressed her to explain. In the end, she shifted somewhat uh, from saying the tax cuts would pay for themselves in six months to saying, in the end, the tax cuts are going to pay for themselves. Because she's a liar. Because, yeah, um, <laughs> it's pretty I mean, bad. Guys, I'm sorry if I'm not contributing today, but just a <laughs> lot of people are lying. <laughs> I don't understand. A lot of people are lying. Oh, man. This is why you've got people here in South Utica putting stickers over Claudia Tenney's face. Yes. And then blaming oh, me on Twitter. Blaming you. Oh. You did? I didn't yeah, yeah, somebody. Yeah, true. <laughs> great listener of the show, Pete Forgets, added us oh, on I Twitter about this. Kevin, your Twitter game has been up for Kev every summer, Kevin, so far. Yeah, I tweeted like twice. It's up. It's still <laughs> up for time. nothing. Generally, if somebody tweets at me, I will respond. Always. Fastest rising um, Twitter feed on Twitter, Kevin Sullivan. Yeah, something. Uh, liar. <laughs> lying. Uh, all right. So all I'm going to say about uh, Stickergate on Claudia Tenney. Um, is that I saw, somebody doesn't know that I saw them, but a good friend of the show, I saw walking right in that vicinity, wearing that t-shirt with those stickers about 20 minutes before that tweet came out, and uh, they don't know that I saw them because I was just driving by, but uh, next time I see you out, I will buy you a beer, and you know that I know who you are, so let's talk about it. (laughs) You know it was you. (laughs) Let's move on to somebody who's not a liar, somebody who is the real deal. She is the R-E-A-L-E. R-E-A-L-E. I feel like you gotta say that. It's true. <laughs> uh, great Twitter handle. Uh, the real deal on Twitter. R-E-A-L-E. Uh, Jill Real, a meteorologist at WKTV. She did it. She broke the Maiden Utica WKTV divide line. She's here. <laughs> Friends, we talked about how we're gonna get uh, the next Maiden Utica video is just gonna be like a West Side Story parody where we all just stand across from each other and snap our fingers. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Uh, no, it was look. It's a great time talking to uh, Jill. Uh, I really just got to meet her like fully for the first time a few weeks ago. We had a great conversation, so I had to have her on the show. A lot of fun talking about meteorology, how she deals with uh, let's call it trolls and creeps on Twitter. A lot of fun. A lot of fun with this conversation. We're back to the show in just a moment. So I have two things that I need to discuss. Well, three things that I really wanted to dig into first. Uh, You, of course, are very close personal friends with my longtime personal friend, Adam Nolan. Yes. (laughs) Uh, Has Adam ever talked to you about the fact that him and I played in a band together? So he always (laughs) talked about this band (laughs) and how you guys used to play at Captain Trips. And and I'm like, and he's like, I played in a band. I'm like, you don't, you're not very musically in tune. I'm like, you didn't really... And he's like, no, I really played in the band. Nick was in it, and Sam, and Kevin. So what did he play? He never really... So the way this all worked is Nick Vasali, my good friend Nick Vasali, who you know as well, who doesn't live here anymore, but he's back and forth, and yeah. he's around. Folks know him. Uh, Nick Vasali and Adam Nolan 
and Nick's cousin, Kenny, mm-hmm. and then this other guy, uh, Ryan, were in this band called Coercion, C-O-E-R-S-I-O-N, which is spelled incorrectly. <laughs> correctly, yeah. And it's not because they're stylistic. Like, I found this out later on, because I'm not any smarter than these guys. Like, yeah. I was like, wait. Like, I was looking it up one day, and I was, it was like, they, I tried out for the band, and I was like, what does coercion mean? Like, what is that? I looked it up, I'm like, that's not even a word. You guys spelled this wrong. And then I was like, is that a style thing? And, like, Kenny was like, no, Nick's just an idiot. Yeah, and well, I like, yeah, yeah, I knew that. Yeah, yeah. well, yeah. yeah. Love you, Nick. Um, <laughs> no, but the point was, this guy, Ryan, they were kind of done with him in the band. Yeah. So they had brought me in to try out. Now, I had played t-ball with Adam when we were kids, <laughs> so I didn't know Nick or Kenny, but I knew Adam, so I was yeah. happy to see him. I was like, hey, a guy I know. Uh-huh. Uh, and then Adam was in the band for a while when I joined. And then, actually, Adam got sick, and I don't know if he... Yeah. yeah he got non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh-huh. and, you know, we we were obviously really concerned that he just was like, I don't want to do this anymore. Yeah. And he sort of pulled away. Was he and, good? Uh, none of us were good then. We were young. I right? Adam, Adam likes music. Yeah. He, had, he, had oh, great, yeah. he loves, loves music. music. He's a lot like my, my friend Adam, who I put my, my friend Adam Goldstein, who I played with in New York. Yes. Great ear for music. He likes music. He has a great idea of what sounds good. Yeah. He's just never really been trained. Yeah. So it's hard for him to put what's in his head on the instrument, right? Yeah. He he was fine. He I don't think he ever really you know, he didn't want to be a musician the way the other yeah. ones did. I think really is the key to it. Yeah. But Adam's a great guy, uh, as you know. <laughs> uh, and the other thing I wanted to ask you about is this. You work over at KTV. Uh-huh. Uh, at one point in time, I also very briefly worked at that same building in the W when the WBU was there. When WBU Really? Was there, yes. I don't remember that. So I used to be one of the spokesmen for the WB. I used to do the WB oh, commercials. The frog I, and stuff? Yeah, with the frog. I used to go to the parade <laughs> oh. with the stupid frog. Yeah, that kind of racist frog. Yeah. <laughs> I hate that frog. Uh, <laughs> no, and I... I remember being up there at the station all the time, like uh-huh. having to walk around there because I was doing shoots there and doing commercial stuff. And it was mostly like nonsense commercials, yeah. like 15, right? Uh-huh. I wonder if the video still exists. It probably there. does somewhere in our attic. I'm sure somewhere <laughs> around there. Uh, but I definitely remember like Vic Vetters talking yes. to me all the time. Like I was like, I don't even know what you're talking about, man. You're just talking at me. I was like, cool, cool, man. He just man. loves to talk, so. He was, he's a popular guy up there. He was yes. the statesman. He yep. was the statesman. <laughs> Uh, and so yeah, there there is history of me up there, and, I, and, I, and this is the last thing I need to discuss. And this uh-huh. is somewhat important before we get into the the, the particular Jill Real section of okay. this interview. And of course, <laughs> we're talking with uh, the real deal. That's right, Jill Real. Uh, what's your title? You're, you're not the chief meteorologist. Bill's no. the chief meteorologist. It's funny. So Bill and I actually went to college together. Really? Yes, okay. at SUNY Albany. Um, mm-hmm. But he is a year older than me, oh. so he got the job a year before me. So I he's see. chief. The chief. What does that make you? The assistant to the Assist- chief? <laughs> assistant to the chief. Well, you can tell him, you can hold this over his head. You are actually the first person from KTV who's ever been on this show. Yes. Uh, and now, to be fair, I've been kind of gun-shy to reach out uh-huh. over the years, right? I've, I know Jolene personally because of uh, connections I have outside yeah. of here. I mean, everybody uh, knows Jolene. <laughs> she's great, I know. Yeah. And uh, I've always thought about asking Don Shipman to come on, but I don't know if he'd ever want to. Oh, he would. Would he, he come loves, on? He loves podcasts. Does he? Anything about Good. podcasts, he loves them. Donnie, we'll talk. Yes. We'll talk. Uh, no, but uh, it's really nice to have you on here because technically you guys are our maiden unique arrivals. There's like a rival. Yeah. Is there not? Are we all like I mean, rivals? <laughs> as a meteorologist, I don't see it. Um, so my coworkers probably think so. I'm <laughs> not going to name names, but... Me, it doesn't affect me at all. It's always funny to me. No, because I, I, I think, I grew up in, yeah, I played in bands. Yeah. So I always, 
like, when I was growing up playing in bands, the idea was that you, like, play shows with these other bands, and you want to play shows with them, but you also want to be better. Than oh, them. You're course. like, oh, yeah, we're all working together, but I want to yeah. do better work than those guys. So I never begrudge anybody for being a particular <laughs> professional. I always thought it was funny because as Made in Utica, as an as organization, people who know us, we're very... Like Loki, like <laughs> we're very chill yes. professionally, right? So uh, I always, I always find it very strange. But very. Uh, yeah, we're rivals, so screw you okay. guys. Yeah, <laughs> we'll be on the streets. I know. See, meet me on the streets, bro. Yeah. South Utica. Sharks actually... versus the Jets. Yeah, <laughs> we should Old do. School. That's gonna be the next Made in Utica video. Yeah, we we'll get all the KTV <laughs> yeah. people and all the uh, Made in Utica people with yeah. the, the yeah. Jets and Sharks. That's amazing. <laughs> okay, so I wanted to get that out of the way. Okay. I'm glad we could. A uh, couple things I wanted to say as well before we get into the, the real bulk of things. You were right. nice enough to invite me up to your house a few weeks yes. ago. I didn't realize you were a South Utica person as well. So I was, uh, I grew up in New Hartford, but mm-hmm. like Higby Road, New Hartford. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like you're like touching South Utica, <laughs> but me being from New Hartford, I was like, I'm never going to live in Utica. You know, could, could. <laughs> New Hartford's a land of milk and honey, and I'm not going to cross the path. Um, but probably 10 years ago, my older brother moved back and he bought a house uh, on the same street I live nice. on now. Nice. So I was like, I gotta get out of my parents' house. So I moved in with him, mm-hmm. and I stayed there for a while. And then I pretty much have stayed in South Utica the past ten years. I mm-hmm. love the neighborhood. I love South Utica. I, I grew up on Valentine Bray in South oh, yeah. Utica. So for me, it was like Valentine Bray, Brooklyn, right back to South Utica. <laughs> I was like, I, I'm not going anywhere. No. A uh, couple things I wanted to mention as well. It looks like, and I'm a professional journalist, even though okay. I don't look like it, because I'm wearing a penny tank top to interview. Well, it's 150. Uh, it's degrees. 150. Yeah. Thanks, by the way. Accurate. Can I blame you? I'm gonna blame you for all the heat problems. Anytime it's hot out, you're gonna get a text message. From okay. Us, like, it's either that or it's cold. So I mean, <laughs> it's always. I can't wait. Well, we're gonna get into that whole aspect of okay. your job in just a minute too. <laughs> I'm very curious about how some of that works. Uh, when you were in Thousand Islands this weekend. Yes, my profession. LSA. Yeah. How did you enjoy your time up there? Well, we we've been so busy this summer. It was our first time going up. Mm-hmm. Um, but we I love it up there. I've never gone until I met Adam. Oh yeah. Um. So. Now it's like my second home on the river. It's just completely different than around here. You see these massive cargo ships next to jet skis and everything. It's it's a really cool place. Which is creepy when you're on the boat and they come by. You're like, wow, this is something. (laughs) This thing would hit me and I would not care at all. Uh, Now, is this celebration for your Boilermaker last week? You did run the Boilermaker as well last week. I did the 5K, so I'm like... Oh, listen, that's better than I did I know, but the 15Kers aren't happy when people say they ran the Boilermaker, but it was the 5K. Listen... I've run the 15K four years in a row before this, and yeah. didn't run this year. And even as a guy who was like a 15K purist, it feels like the 5K is the people's race. Yeah, it is. Right? Like the it 15K is. K I used to run the 15K. Yeah. Yeah. And then I was like, nope. I ran the 5K once in my entire family. I was like, I'm never going back to the 15K. Mm. Never. I would say that my GFOP, Kate Riley from Maiden Utica, yeah. says it best. The 5K is nice because you get to the end faster, and that's where all the beer is. And it's clean, and it's, there's not a million not, people, yeah. and all the porta potties are nice, and just like. Then at 10.30, like, where all these people come from? Now, I have to ask you this as well, because this, I just noticed this before you got here. Yeah. You have a check mark on Twitter. You're, ve- you're verified. I've had that for like four years, How did five you get years? the check mark? How does this work? So I know everybody, everybody always asks me, I think I'm the only one at the station with a check mark. So way back in the day when they started, I've been on Twitter since I think 2008. Oh, yeah. Yeah, a long time. So when, when uh, probably five, five years ago when... You start getting all the bots on social media oh, yeah. and um, the fake accounts. There's a lot of fake weather accounts that are the weather enthusiasts. Yeah. Um, Twitter went through and tried to get contact as many professional meteorologists as possible to make them verified. So when we'd say there's yeah. a severe thunderstorm warning and stuff, people actually take us seriously mm-hmm. rather than others. Right, so. right, right, right. But that was a long time. Mm-hmm. I have a blue check mark on Facebook, too. 
I, even, I forgot you can get a blue check mark. Oh, you can. <laughs> it's See, a lot easier on Facebook than on Twitter. And Instagram, I haven't even touched. <laughs> my only, my one Instagram or, or Twitter thing that I stand behind is I have a personal Twitter account as well, uh-huh. SF Doom, which I tell people always not to follow. Yeah. Uh, just follow <laughs> just Uticast. Do just follow yeah. Uticast one. Don't follow mine. Yeah. But I made the title SF Doom, because uh, I love the real deal Twitter handle. Yeah. Way. I made the SF Doom title years ago when Twitter was early on. When I thought about getting rid of it, I went to go look. And there's about 17, 18, 25 really? SF Dooms now. Because I'm referencing a thing. It's yeah, like a, yeah, yeah. But still. So now I can't get no. it. No. Because I'm the only one who's just SF Doom. I'm like, well, this is it. I got it. Yeah. I have to keep it now. The original. So what I did too is when Twitter started coming yeah, really yeah. popular, I have the real deal. But I also made a Jill Real one just in case. I saw that. So I have yeah. it. Never used it. But I'm like, if I need to, I have it. I think I found that because you have like six follows. I don't know who's following <laughs> me. Six follows. <laughs> I thought you were a bot account. I thought you were a Russian bot. I was no. like, oh my God. All right. uh, so let's get into a little bit about you so people can know a little bit about where okay. you're from. So you were mentioning it a little bit. You were born and raised in New Hartford. New Hartford, yeah. yeah. Uh, I graduated in 2003. So you went right through the elementary school, high school system. Yep, yes. I'm very excited for this. Uh, I ask people all the time, especially because I grew up Proctor kid. There's a lot of uh, stereotypes that would throw at me for being a Proctor kid. We were troublemakers, going uh-huh. to your parties. We'll we were scared to go to your school. Scared to go to our school. Did you feel like the stereotypes, the things that people said about in Hartford were true? Did you feel like it was something you noticed when you were there? Or did you feel like it was something that was over- overblown? It, they're, they're, they're true, but it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, they were known as the rich school, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. the snobs. There were some snobs. Sure. There were very rich people. One of my best friends was well off, but she was not a snob, but there were some. Sure. So, so there's always the ones mm-hmm. in the crowd that make you a bad name, a bad ask, rap. Why don't we ask, because I'm curious, because were you aware of it even then, or is that something you came to terms with like later on? I Probably later on. Later on. I wasn't really, on. A, you know, because we grew up in our bubble. But I knew about other schools, you know. Right, right. Yeah. Because at Proctor, the thing we always, you know, I'm 04 from Proctor when uh-huh. I graduated. So for me, we always sort of leaned into it. Like we knew that people were like, oh, they think we're like trouble. The badass. We think we're the bad guy. Yeah. So we we leaned into it. We thought it was hilarious, right? We thought it was the funniest yeah. thing. And I always, you know, and I wonder if that was a level of self-awareness like all these schools have. Because sometimes I ask people when they're like from Holland Pat and they don't think, they're like, what are you talking about? What do people think about Holland Pat? I'm like, nothing. Farmers. Nothing. I don't like anything about it. Uh, or so, Camden. So even in New Hartford, right? So yeah. right before you go, so you're going to SUNY Albany after this, but at New Hartford, you're doing your thing there. Um... What were you thinking about then? Were you already thinking about, like, meteorology? Yeah, ever since then? I was, like, five. Like, everybody, really? all my classmates or teachers I run into, they're like, oh, my God, you've been talking about this since you're little and you're actually doing it? That's so cool. So, well, that was kind of what I was going to ask because meteorology is actually one of those jobs that people sort of relate to. It's one of those things, even as a kid, you see them on TV, you're like, oh, this is kind yeah. of cool. Right? Was there, like, a particular moment you remember? Where um, you were, like... I remember that there was the blizzard of 93. Mm-hmm. That was a huge snowstorm here. Yeah. And... Back then, the Weather Channel was the Weather Channel. Like, yes. it actually was weather. Yeah, for real, for you kids out there, my stepdad would watch the uh, Weather Channel for like 40 me, minutes. It was me. Oh my God, he loved it. Yeah, <laughs> I was glued to it. My mom used to yell at me all the time. So I had a notepad and I wrote down the high temperature of the day and the low and what the weather was every single day. Wow. And I was like, what is wrong with you? And so that got me really excited. And then um, the Labor Day storm of 98, mm. that struck my interest too. Nice. A huge snow, uh, nice. winter, uh, I remember uh, thunderstorm. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was Labor Day. Obviously, there was no snowstorm. We'd be in big trouble. <laughs> but that, that got me excited. Then once I took uh, earth science and we actually studied mm. about weather, I was like, okay, I really want to do this. So SUNY Albany, uh, were there other schools that did the meteorology thing as well yeah. around here? There's or? more now. Um, back then, my choices were SUNY Albany, uh, Cornell, uh, Penn State, and SUNY Oswego. 
Uh, I got into Cornell and SUNY Albany. I didn't even apply to Penn State because I was like, it's too far away. Yeah. And SUNY Oswego, uh, I was like, I don't want to deal with the snow. So, um, but SUNY Albany was like, hey, we'll give you a scholarship. So I'm like, do I want to be in debt? Do I not want to be in debt? So I was like, state <laughs> school. So I tell everybody out there, I'm like, state schools are the way to go. Yeah. Oh, I'm with you on that. Yeah. I, I, my job primarily deals with kids who are in that. 7 through 12, transitioning into high school and getting ready for college stuff. And, you know, one of my favorite things to do, actually, is take them on college visits. Uh-huh. Because you, a lot of times you take you to a college, like, oh, this college has this and this and this. But you almost have to take a look around. Yeah, oh, definitely. Feel, like, did you feel comfortable in Albany? Did you like your time in Albany? Oh, I loved it. Yeah, and yeah. then um, just the department where I was going into mm-hmm. was, you know, it was they're one of the great, the best meteorology schools. I like that it was bigger. Yeah, sure. Since, you know, going from a high school was like 200 to going to class size over 1,000. Mm-hmm. You know, I was excited about that and meeting all diverse people. So I was, and then when I went to my orientation, you stay overnight, and I was like, sold. Yeah. yeah. yeah it was great. And then it so happened it was a party school, which helped. Well, I was just going to ask you that. So I had a, a longtime girlfriend, one of my, one of the important relationships of my yeah. life, uh, was with a girl who went to an Albany school. Uh-huh. Uh, not SUNY Albany, but one of the other Albany schools. Yeah. And I'm just going to say this. Lark Street. What do you know about Lark Street? Oh, Funny. I know a lot. Lark <laughs> what, was, Street, what was your spot Pearl on Lark Street? Street like, oh. What was your spot on Lark? Because I'm curious. It probably doesn't exist anymore. I mean, we went to Bombers a lot. Bombers for sure? Yeah. Burritos? Um, I'm trying to remember. There was a we place went... called Justin's, I want to say. It was, it... Yes. That yeah, we yeah. went to that several times. That was a times. trouble spot. Yeah. Me. Trouble. And then we, had, we went on, so every night was a different night you go to different spots oh, in yeah. Albany. Yeah, so yeah. like Thursdays was WT's, which is Washington Tavern. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then uh, Fridays we go to Lark. Uh, Lion's Heart was mm-hmm. also, it burned down. I don't know if it's back. I don't, I don't remember. remember. The only time, the only thing I really, really vaguely remember I got, because a lot of my time in Albany is very yeah. funny, Um, But I remember there was one particular bar. It was like not on Lark. It was off in the middle of nowhere. It was like by itself. Uh-huh. It was kind of a dive and it had UC cans. That's all I remember. It was the one place. I was like, yes, I love this place. I wish I knew where it was. If anyone knows this divey place with UC cans. I'm trying to think, but I do know Bombers did UC cans. I know that. I do love Bombers. Um, and WTs, we always went there, Washington Tavern, because they had UC on tap. Hmm. I was like, I'm home. This is awesome. You're like, what's wrong with you? Did you, um, so did you ever think about staying out there or did you always want to come back? Um, I, I interned, um, it's, it's a hard place to start in Albany because it's a bigger city. How TV works is you start in a small market and you move your way up. That's why a lot of people are like, oh, why do people always leave our station? Well, it's just a starter station for a lot of people who are from here. Yeah. Um, but the thing with me is I didn't even graduate and they offered me a job. So I was like, oh, okay, well, this is easy. I don't have to yeah. interview or anything. And then I just got hooked. Yeah, yeah. And now, like, for me, it's learning in this business, because a lot of people move from town mm-hmm. to town to town. It's not about the market size anymore. It's about going to a place you love. That Like, people, like, I'm tr- people oh, yeah. around, the, around the country are like, I'm trying to get back home. Yeah, yeah. Like, they're going to market, market to get back. I'm like, well, I didn't have to do that. So <laughs> all my family's here. All my brothers are here. And it's just, you know, we have a, a close group of people. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, there's no reason to leave. I always go back. And the weather's to, never boring. Well, it's funny. I always go back to the uh, most recent election. I remember when when Trump won. And I'm not going to get into politics on this, uh-huh. but I remember seeing some guy on Twitter that I was laughing about, and it was basically just some tweet that I really related to. It was a guy being like, "All you hipsters need to move back to the towns you're from and fix them up." And I was like, "See, this guy's, this guy's this guy's this guy's on to it. Yeah, stop moving to Brooklyn. Stop moving to New York. Go back to where you're from." Yeah, it's so true. <laughs> it's, it's crazy just being here. I've been home. I say I graduated in 2007, so it's 11 years. Um. Just to see the development. Oh, yeah. Like, Varick Street was, like, one bar, and that was oh, it. Yeah. Like, Nail Creek was, like, the When did you place. come back from Albany? Uh, 2007. Okay, and you've been working at? Since then. Si- so, so you've been so there for 11, 11 years. 11 years, yeah. At KTV? Yes. 
Um, so let me ask you this. You, you've been there 11 years now, which is pretty yeah. wild. You've probably seen a lot of stuff. How do you feel things are... Have anything changed significantly since the time you've been there? Huge. Obviously, the technology, I would yeah. imagine, has changed over. Um, TV in itself is changing a lot. Yeah. Um, now with Hulu and Netflix, there's not as many Great people point. are watching TV. Mm-hmm. So we're not making as much money. So we're trying to figure out how can we keep the money... So they're cutting jobs. So, like, uh, in our studio, all the cameras are robots. We don't have cameramen. Hmm. Um, a lot of the reporters do yeah. everything themselves. There's no photographers as much anymore. So there, we used to have four meteorologists. Now we're down to three. Yeah. So that's when it's becoming more difficult. The other thing is people want information 24-7 now. Oh, yeah. So well, even if I'm off the clock, there's a severe thunderstorm warning. I got to tweet about it. I got to post about it on Facebook because people want to know. Well, that's the other thing I was going to say. You know, you have a pretty active uh, Twitter presence. Uh, I wouldn't call you an internet celebrity. But you're, you're, a, you're, a, you're a person who's known, at least locally. Yeah. And weather, in particular, is one of those things that I feel like you're probably getting trolled or hassled a lot. Oh, my God. Like, how many times do people are like, oh, 50% wrong yeah. all the time, still get paid? I would be oh, so blah. rich. Oh, my God. <laughs> and they're like, oh, the worst is like when we do a snowfall forecast and we give out a, a, a specific like eight to twelve inches, and people are like, I'll believe it when I see it. Oh and my then god! And it happens, and then you don't hear from them for like a week. How do you handle that? I'm I just, just gonna, shrug it off because you know, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to be like we're you're, you're an attractive young woman. Oh, that's a kind of, whole different like, spectrum. Like you must deal with so much garbage on the internet that I can't imagine. So <laughs> we get we get the people who doubt us, and those people I let I leave them. Yeah, and yeah, other yeah. people take care of them, which I love about mm. social media. Too. Oh yeah, you put them on blast. Oh yeah, other people put them on blast. <laughs> I just sit back and watch. Then you get the creeps. Um, I was. Dumb enough to do, I don't know if you saw us on Instagram, they had like, ask me a question. Oh, AMAs, yeah, yeah, yeah. Should have never done that, mm. because I got mm. so many questions about my feet. Duh. Uh, like, <laughs> weird stuff. I'm sorry. It's, this is what I get on a daily, like, I get so many creepy oh emails God. and Facebook oh, messages. terrible. Well, people can hide, so it's Oh, not, yeah. So that's, even when we go out sometimes, there's some creepers that won't leave me alone. Well, that's the other thing I was wondering, like, you guys are on that sort of TV time, so you're probably mostly living in the circuit with the other TV stations. If yeah. you guys go out, it's probably just like you guys and the UTR guys and all the people sort of intermingling. Oh, yeah. Is it sort of, you sort of run around the same circles with those folks as well? Do you see them? Um, It's, it's a little bit tougher because um, I work diff- uh, complete opposite sure, schedules. Sure, yeah. So I go to bed at like 8 o'clock. Um, <laughs> from time to time, we'll, we'll see um, some out. I know Don likes to connect with uh, some of the anchors. Yeah, sure. And it's just nice because their, their station, there's a lot of younger people that are, are mm. new to the area. So we want to show them places mm. to go and, you know, we try to not be rivals, even though sometimes we are. Well, it's got to be hard. You're both a small community. And you guys are, like, not, not even... It's so close to the distance. Yeah. <laughs> you guys should... That's what you guys should be. You guys should definitely board. have a, like, an annual snowball yeah, fight. Yeah, that would be hilarious. Um, so, I got to ask you this question. This is something I was joking around with Parkinson when I... Uh, Justin Parkinson made you to because I told him <laughs> you were coming on the show. And he's like, oh, I love Jill. I'm talking uh-huh. to her. I was like, I was like, how come we don't do weather? I was like, how come we don't just, like, go on the weather and just take all her, like, her predictions and then just do, like, a funny video? I, and the and then he got into a whole thing about, like, well, it's probably certification stuff. So, like, oh, yeah. what actually stops people from just, like, I putting mean, up a weather thing? Nothing stopping them. Nothing stops them. No. no. That's, that's the hard part about yeah, social yeah, yeah. media now is people, people who are um, weather enthusiasts, we call them weather weenies. Yeah. They will look at, like, information that's, like, two weeks out, and, like, huge snowstorm's going to hit, and they get tons of likes and shares because people think it's actually going to happen, right. and it doesn't. So, that gives us a bad name as mm-hmm. well. Um, but at the meteorologists you see on TV, they went to school. They got their degrees. We have um, different seals. I joke. I'm part of the NWA. <laughs> representing. Wow. But to go through that, you have to take a test. You have to submit yeah, yeah. all this okay. stuff, and you have to, you have to get, um, you have to do continuing education to keep your seal. 
Mm. So it's not like I have it and I'm done. Like I have to take certain classes and stuff to keep you know all the information going. Do you uh do you ever run across any of these climate deniers? Do they like fish oh, you yeah. off? Oh <laughs> yeah. I just smile and nod and keep walking. <laughs> well, because I'm curious. Like, again, I feel like that's probably something you probably run across anyway. Just being yes. on Twitter. Well, just like it, the... it, not even that. It, on TV, our boss is like, you know, we try to just not bring it up, or if you're gonna bring it up, don't be biased. Don't mm-hmm. bring politics or anything into it, you know, because people have strong opinions sure. about it. So we try to keep hush hush about that. Do you guys uh? I'm curious. I'm a big uh, John Oliver guy. Uh-huh. And John Oliver uh, sometimes will put all these local news people on, on blast on his yeah. show. You guys ever watch all that stuff? You guys ever try and get on there? No, I don't want to. <laughs> well, I don't, some people don't know. Um, Matt DiNaro, he was... Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's the YouTube clip of him. Yeah. And people... See, <laughs> yeah. what happened was, that was... We, we record teases to play while you're watching, you know, the t- whatever show's on at 10 o'clock to mm-hmm. tease the 11 yeah, yeah. o'clock news. So that was never live, never aired. Yeah, yeah. Someone from the station stole that clip and put it on the internet how many years ago? And oh that's his claim to fame. He doesn't really have Tourette's. He just screwed up, so he started swearing. I feel like there's probably, it's like with anything else, like even when I do this show, yeah. and even when we're, like, there's always stuff. That I'm like, I'm glad nobody's here to see any yes. of this, because, I mean, like, when you're when you're making the cake and behind the scenes, things are not always as No, they're as they not. They are, especially commercial breaks. If people only knew what we talked oh about, what we did during commercial breaks... <laughs> But we have to be careful because our mics are on. Oh, yeah. See, we have an ongoing joke on this show that one of these days in the future, we're going to release the Uducast After Hours, which will be the podcast where we talk about all the things that we say when the microphone is Yeah. But I'm not allowed <laughs> yeah, to say exactly. otherwise. Yeah, exactly. Uh, one last thing I wanted to ask you before yeah. we get into our lightning round questions. Well, I guess two small things. Uh, I happen to notice, and I don't know if this is on your Twitter page or your Facebook page, are you also doing fitness instruction as well? Hence my outfit right now. Oh, I thought you just ran over here <laughs> no, or something. No, no. no. I didn't pull up a Sally. Um... No, I, um, so my nighttime job, mm. I teach uh, fitness classes oh, at nice. Body by Design in New Hartford. Um, nice. Another New Hartford um, alumni, Jen Benizio, opened this boutique gym, and she asked me to join. So I teach Insanity, mm. and I teach other uh, nice. group fitness classes. Nice. I actually taught, today was my day off, and I taught at 5.30 this morning. <laughs> she goes, can you teach her? I was like, yeah, it's fine. But I teach Mondays and Wednesdays. When did you start getting into the fitness instruction just Six, seven years ago. Mm. I'm, I'm, I've always danced, and I played sports in high school, and then I danced in college, and then yeah, after that, right. I just want to keep active. Well, that's sort of what I, I... One of my kids today, I was talking to some of my students today about it, because they had to do yoga for one of their things, uh-huh. and I was sort of talking about how when you're younger, if you're into athletics and you want to stay like healthy, it's good to keep that up early, because yes. when you get to your 30s... And it's you're, tough. It's tough to pick it back yes, up in your 30s, is. right? And it only will get worse. <laughs> uh... People, you can uh, people can follow you, of course, at the real deal with an E. Yes. Uh, our real E deal. I yeah, guess. real E deal. <laughs> and I'll of course link everything. Uh, and of course, I don't know how this works for you guys. Like, what do you know when you're going to be on TV, or is it just always? What, yeah, always. When Never more than ten minutes away. <laughs> one of your hours. Are you, um, so I'm on air from five to seven thirty in the morning. Sure. Um, and then we do today show cut-ins until nine. Okay. And then I'm on from noon to one. Okay. And of course, they can follow you on Twitter, social media. You're all yeah, over. Yeah, Instagram, um, Facebook, Jill Real. Wonderful. Not not my personal one. No, yeah, don't follow that. <laughs> That's the thing. I'm so glad in college there was no social media. Uh, <laughs> oh, dude, or oh cell my phone God. pictures. You know, I, I talk to my kids about this all the time, and there's this really excellent uh, TED Talk that I, I show them all the time. That um, This guy's name's Sir Ken Robinson, for all the listeners, if you want to look this up on the internet. And he talks about like the changing ideas of education. Uh-huh. And one of the things that I feel for kids is, like, we gave them all this stuff. There's, like, Netflix and Hulu and the computer and internet and YouTube and cell phones and, like, Fortnite, and then we're uh-huh. like, don't pay attention to all this stuff. Pay attention to calculus. Exactly. And they're like, what? Why? You gave us all the exciting stuff, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. It's so tough. True. It's just hard, right? I'm, I'm glad I didn't have any of those distractions as a kid. It took us three days up north. 
for my niece to finally go. It's kind of nice I didn't have my phone. I was like, oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. Like thank we went so camping a couple weeks ago at yeah. uh, Letchworth State Park, and um, we didn't have cell service, and I loved oh, it. Oh, that's great, isn't it? It's, but my na- nephew's <laughs> like, I need a phone. Even for me, though, as an adult, it did take me a couple hours to sort of adjust to be like, wait, am I, I'm not getting any tech. All right, uh, I'm stop checking yeah, my emails. Yeah. Right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, what am I missing? Like, the fear <laughs> of missing out. It's like, oh, no. Uh, Jill, are you ready for your lightning round yes. questions? Uh, these are the same five or six questions uh, that I ask everybody who's been on the show. Okay. Uh, and, this, and then one question that I'm going to make that I always ask, even though it seems specifically meant for you, I ask this to everybody. <laughs> okay. uh, <laughs> Jill, when you wake up in the morning, uh, how do you take your coffee? I don't drink coffee, so no it's water. Water. No water. tea, no caffeine at all? Water and alcohol are the only things I drink. <laughs> so how do you I can't drink at work, though. Well, <laughs> See, that's what kills me, too, with the, like, I would lose it without some caffeine in the morning. I, don't... I mean, Jason and Katrina, they drink cups upon cups. <laughs> I just don't like the taste. I love the smell. Never like the taste, and I'm afraid, like, caffeine's going to make me crazy. Yeah, yeah. So I, would, I just drink water. See, I don't think it affects me. I'll drink a cup of coffee at, like, 9.30 and then be asleep by oh. 10. I'm, 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 it's years of practice. <laughs> Sometimes in the winter I'll do hot chocolate. I can mess with hot chocolate. Yeah, yeah. it's good. See, that's where the alcohol comes in. Uh, sorry, that was for me only. Uh, hot <laughs> Bailey's is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, you may or may not, uh, well, let's start with this one. What was your first automobile? Uh, 1991 Nissan Sentra Red Standard. Ooh, yeah, Standard. First car wow. was Standard. Good for you driving Standard. I'm That's... the worst driver in the world, and they gave me a Standard car. <laughs> can you still do Standard? No, I can if I need to. If you had to. Yeah, yeah I know. I still know how to do it, but I was like, Dad, what are you thinking? But yeah. I loved that car. It zipped around everywhere. $12 to fill up my tank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> $12 in my car. I'm going to talk about it. I know. <laughs> you may or may not have taken your car to see it, but what was your first live music event? The Beach Boys. Beach Boys. At the State Fair. I think it was 91 mm. or 92. Very nice. America opened for them. Mm. And crazy crowd. and never expected a crowd like that. Oh, yeah. And I saw so many older women flash the Beach Boys. And I was like, Dad, what is this? <laughs> you know, I, I went to Bonnaroo in 2012. Mm-hmm. In, I guess and it's uh, Manchester, Tennessee, wherever. Yeah. And the Beach Boys were playing that Sunday afternoon. They were like the Sunday afternoon show. And this is, you know, this is like six years ago. So they're... Mm-hmm. Old men, and I, I love the Beach Boys. I'm sitting here watching. I've never seen them before, and I'm like, "Wow, Brian Wilson looks like somebody's got like a two by four propped up." Seriously, behind him. I think the acid has gone straight to his brain. And then <laughs> the lead singer there, Mike Mike Love, I was yeah. like, "That guy was openly flirting with twenty year olds." Oh I'm yeah. Like, oh, I'm like, what are skis? Yeah, like maybe they started in the '60s. I'm like, how old are these guys? Oh. It was quite the performance. I'm uh, sure. Uh, give me one book album, movie, or show you are currently reading, listening to, or watching? Uh, I am reading uh, the Outlander series right now. Nice. Yes. Nice. I, I mm. started watching, I actually read the first book, started watching mm. the show, mm. and I was like, I need to read the rest of the book. The show has been getting good reviews. It's, it's awesome. Yeah, I, I don't have the... It's, 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 Game of Thrones is like up there, it's right below Game of Thrones. Oh, you're a Game of Thrones person. Oh, yeah. Are you prepared for the end of Game of Thrones? Are you ready? I, I'm, we're, we just restart. Adam and I just re, we're mm. starting it all over again mm. to watch the whole thing, and then... What are your thoughts yeah. on the fact that they have a prequel? Your game—I don't know anything about Game of Thrones. Um, so I think it's cool. I mean, there's there's a lot yeah. of back history that they talk yeah, about yeah. in the show. It'll be cool to actually visualize mm. it and see it. So mm. it's it's. I just started mm. it last year. Mm. Uh, true or false? Everyone at KTV obviously listens to this podcast every week and, and talks about it behind my back. False. False. All right, damn. That's what I thought. Okay, good. Uh, <laughs> if you could sit down and have dinner with any person, living or dead, who is not your relative, who would it be? Oh, damn, I was gonna say my mom. Yep. Um, probably Oprah. Oprah. She probably has some yeah, crazy yeah. stories. I can get behind that. Yeah. Oprah. And she's just smart, and she's mm. smart about not getting into politics. 
She's like, she knew it. I, you know what? God, that was such a weird thing. Yeah. It's like, and I guess that's just sort of a sign of the times. Like, people the, people who people either love this guy, whoever loves him, yeah. and whatever, and then the other people who don't love him are so desperate for they're anyone. Like, they're like, Oprah, she can do yeah. anyone. Someone show up and do this. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, it's, it's tough go out there for guys like me. Uh, <laughs> uh, give me one uh, thing that you are nerdy about. I guess Game of Thrones would have been a good one. Yeah. Something that's that your nerd culture? You got any nerdy stuff? I mean, obviously weather is, is very nerd nerdy. Yeah. Um, Game of Thrones, I'm a huge love reading. Love like, reading. Adam, we went, we went to Alaska a couple weeks ago and um, we had a seven hour flight and he's like, stop reading. That's all you're doing is your nose is in the book. I'm like, but it made the time go by so fast. That's I love it. the only time I get to read now. Like really read is if I yeah. go on like some long trip. I wish I was like on more two hour plane rides. So yeah, it's good read. Books. I love I reading. Uh, all right, uh, last but not least, besides reading, uh, besides meteorology, besides weather, uh, and besides uh, the community upstate, besides being here with your family and friends, uh-huh. give me one more thing that you, Jill Real, are passionate about. Oh, boy. <laughs> music. I love music. Hmm. Um, I actually played the violin for 12 years. Very nice. So that's a shock to hear that Adam played the bass. <laughs> well, I think, look, I- I'm, not, I'm not ragging on bass players. No. I played bass for many years. Bass, Probably one of the easier. It's not that it's an easy instrument necessarily because really good bass players are very good. Oh yeah. But it is the instrument that you can like lean out the most on if you have to. Yeah. It's like I'm just gonna hit this note four yeah. times <laughs> and then this one four times and then we'll just do this back and forth. Beep boop beep. Yeah. Boop. It's like all right. Uh, uh, with music too is there's always a song that brings you to a memory, which oh, I yeah. love. Mm-hmm. That's that's the cool thing mm-hmm. about music. You hear the song, you're like, oh, I remember when we did this mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I like when I have a. It was, it's frustrating if I have a song that gives me a bad memory, but I like the song. Oh, it's always like, damn it. Like, ruin it for yep. me. Uh, people can follow you on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Jill, thank you for coming. You're on welcome. The show. This is awesome. Did you enjoy it? Thank I you. did. See, we're not so bad over here. No. We're nice folks. Mo- just, most of most. us. <laughs> most of us are nice folks. I'm very nice. I'm very friendly. <laughs> I don't know about that Kevin character. He's a troublemaker. I'm he surprised is. he's. He, I'm surprised. He told me he's not coming back until you leave. I'm, he took I'm my car. And he said, when she leaves, I'll come back. Text me when she leaves. Uh, thanks again for coming in. Uh, and say hi to Adam for me. I will. Right. Folks, we'll be back to the show in just a moment. Thank you once again, Jill Real R E A L E. Follow her on Twitter, the Real Deal. Uh, yeah, I had a great time talking to her. Um, I did ask her. I was like, "What stops me from just like using all your predictions and then making my own news show?" She's like, "Nothing. Just don't be a jerk." <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, don't do that. That's a terrible thing. Um, so, we got some history lessons this week. Again, I this was the last thing I did this week. Actually, I'm trying to change it up. I did the rest of the show first and did the history lessons last. Uh, I noticed it's very Wikipedia heavy, so if you want to follow along, a lot of this research is from Wikipedia. Just hop on Wikipedia, hop guys. On Wikipedia. <laughs> it's time. Uh, fire up Wikipedia. We'll give you a sec. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Do it right now. It's good. All right, so this week, uh, on this week. You good? Let's go. <laughs> on this day, 1969. Okay, that's close. Uh, Neil Armstrong became the first man to step on the moon, the Apollo 11 mission. I'm actually going to use some dialogue. Check it out. See if it works. It's not working. What is this? It's the heat. That's one small step for man, one 
Boom. Wikipedia audio files. How do you feel about that? Out here pointing the speakers away from the microphone. That's okay. <laughs> you guys know what he said. Um... So, uh, there's an, in a 1983 interview he did with Esquire magazine, uh, Neil Armstrong talked a bit about uh, the, actual, the actual landing. Uh, he said, I always knew there would be a good chance to be able to return to Earth, but I thought the chances of a successful touchdown on the moon surface were about even money, 50-50. That's insane. Yeah. Right? And you think about, like, it doesn't, it's hard to put it in context in, in modern terms, right? But to think about, like, the bravery, right? Just the, yeah. to, to even attempt to think about doing it is so horrifying <laughs> to me like to just shoot yourself deep into the heart of space for the name of science right mm. just very impressive astronauts the forgotten the forgotten heroes <laughs> i've seen a lot more nasa shirts lately is that something else i've it's just noticed around for a couple of years now. i've seen a lot of nasa shirts all over the place yeah yeah, yeah. There are. you uh let's we can pretend that's all in good faith <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna dig into that too much. It's fine. Everybody should support NASA. NASA's great, but mm. like, there's a reason you're seeing it, and it's not as good of a reason as you would like. Really? Yeah. Huh. It's not like bad. Oh, okay. I'm just not gonna bad mouth idiots. I do enough bad mouth idiots. I'm not bad mouth uh. anymore idiots. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, so let's move on to the next one. On this day, 1994, Seal released his classic, classic song, Kiss. From a rose. Can you guys name the soundtrack that this movie premiered on? Yeah, of the course. Batman. Batman Forever. Yes, the Batman Forever soundtrack. That's right. right. Uh, I kind of. Do you miss at all ever the idea of like movie soundtrack era when like movie soundtracks had a whole bunch of like miscellaneous like songs? Them. Yeah, I like movie like soundtracks them. because it was like a rare thing to see. Now there's music all over all the time and videos. I don't know something. I feel like when the Guardians of the Galaxy like soundtrack it was less rare back then. I don't think movies come with like. Well, they're more exciting when you did get to see them because you didn't. It was like an extra piece with a movie yeah. that you don't really get anymore. Like a lot of movies come out and there's not like a, a mixtape that comes out with them, but it was cool because it was yeah. like a mixtape for the movie. Yeah, and usually the music videos would have some connection to yeah. whatever the movie was, so it would be like, uh, like that dude from Aerosmith just like in space while he's singing. He's like on the spaceship. If we had planned it, we could have had um, a little bit more discussion about a list of top movie soundtrack oh, yeah. songs. Oh, that's pretty good. Maybe we'll do that one of these soundtrack days. songs. I, like I would say that for me, like the first movie soundtrack I think of though is always just the Pulp Fiction soundtrack, right? Like that one was the one I feel like I saw the most everywhere when I would go to people's like CD books was that Pulp Fiction soundtrack. Really? I, yeah, because I had all the clips from like the audio from the movie and stuff. Maybe it's like from my sister's era, but like I felt like huh. that was popular. Uh, obviously, you know, Batman Forever, Space Jam were popular. I think those. The Godzilla bad. movie soundtrack, the nineteen ninety eight Godzilla was very I good. Remember that one. Forrest yeah. Gump soundtrack the was Forrest big. Gump, yes, that mm -hmm. was huge. Can you guys name any of the four songs? Because uh, Kiss from a Rose by Seal won the Grammy in 1996, I would say, was the year that it was, mm -hmm. for Record of the Year, okay? Yeah. Do you, can you name any of the songs it was up against for Record of the Year? 94? It was 1996. 1996. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. One of them was also from a movie soundtrack of that same year. I Believe I Can Fly? No, no, that's oh, a good guess that's a though. Good one. That's a good guess though. No, uh, I'll give you, I'll give you one of Gangster's Paradise oh, by I Coolio from the Dangerous okay. Mind that's soundtrack. The one I think that's right. Too. So it's uh, Seal, Kiss by a Rose, Gangster's Paradise by Coolio, uh, One of Us by Joan Osborne. Remember oh my that? Gosh, I forgot about that. Yeah, song. and then um, One Sweet Day by the Boys to Men and Mariah Carey. Oh yeah, that was colossal. Yeah, I that was huge. I, I'm sure that it was. Colossal. And if I heard it, I feel like I would remember it, but I don't immediately remember You'll this You'll know line. it when you hear it. I'll have to listen to it afterwards. And then uh, Waterfalls by TLC. Oh. 
retroactively, do you think that Kiss by a Rose should have won if you listen to those five songs in hindsight? Like, um, I feel like Waterfalls in hindsight now has the highest approval rating years later. Uh, wait, what were the... What was the second one? Gangsters yeah, say them again quick. Yeah, Gangster's Paradise uh, by Coolio, Kiss from a Rose by Seal, uh, One of Us by Joan Osborne, One Sweet Day by Boyz II Men, Mariah Carey, Waterfalls by TLC. Waterfalls and Gangsta's Paradise, so probably yeah, I'd put Gangster's both of those Paradise. above Kiss by Kiss by that was Rose. Like my favorite song. Yeah, I would say Kiss by Rose has aged worse. Like it's kind of a funny, not a, it's like an unintentionally funny song for me now, and I hear it because I just think about like a particular time and place. Like if Gangsta's Paradise came out, I would pretend I knew what was up. <laughs> my problem with Gangsta's Paradise is it was tainted by Amish Paradise by Weirdo Yankovic because oh, that yeah. like I always think oh, of the two yeah, in I conjunction now. I don't, I don't, I don't ever really need any. I used to sometimes I thought Weirdo was funny when I was a kid. I don't I understand these wonderful performers been performing for a long time. Very talented man. I don't need Weirdo. No, <laughs> I don't need him anyway. Like I can't imagine any point. I don't, I don't like like funny music anyway. No, I, don't like, I, know. I don't like funny rap sure. songs. I don't nope. like parody songs. I don't. I just don't get it. I don't know. Um, so yeah, there's my hot take for yeah, it. Got it. Uh, on this day, <laughs> on this day, 2012, uh, the third film in the Batman Christopher Nolan trilogy, The Dark Knight Rises. Go ahead and say something dumb now. No, no, I was going to ask you. Uh, <laughs> no, no, no. Heather, did you see this movie? Don't remember this one. This was the Batman Batman. movie with Bane. With Bane. The guy, the guy who had the mask. Yeah, hard yeah. brain. Yeah, that was a terrible Bane impression, but you know what I'm talking about. I got it. Yeah, Anne Hathaway as Catwoman. Mm-hmm. I remember having a very harsh critique of this movie when I first watched it. I didn't mm-hmm. like it as much as The Dark Knight. I do think that this movie has actually... There are parts that still annoy me, but I do think that a lot of this movie has aged pretty well for me, actually, in hindsight. Like, a couple years down the road, but thinking as about As I'm it. sure I've said ad nauseum on the show before, I, of course it's not as good as The Dark Knight. Mm-hmm. Of course not. You know what I mean? Because the Dark Knight's like the best. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was. Yeah, they definitely didn't cram in the uh, the Talia Al Ghul, Raz Al Ghul yeah. storyline. They didn't need it. They could have stuck with just Bane and Catwoman, mm-hmm. and it would have been a stronger movie. But like that said, I, Tom Hardy mm-hmm. was awesome as Bane. I liked Anne Hathaway. I thought the movie was good. Uh, the movie does have an eighty-seven percent approval rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Is it sick? Um, and it is generally, like, it is pretty much generally liked. I do feel like people did seem disappointed at the time, right? Was there a little bit of, I feel like there's a little bit of a backlash. It was different than all the other ones. It was different. It was so different. So I think if you're a Batman fan, that mm. movie was just a little bit more out there than the other ones. That's fair. Think so? Yeah. They had the, what about Batman Begins? Uh, like the first one in the trilogy when they had the hallucinogenic drug. I don't know, this and, one was just different. The atmosphere, see, I don't know, something was That struck about. me as more of a comic book thing. This was like almost like, this movie had like almost like Occupy Wall Street vibes. It almost seemed like it was trying to talk about something with the way it talked about like the class warfare with the city. Like, and it yeah. seemed like it was building towards something a little bit grander than it ended up being, I think was my big problem with it. I don't it's know. Not nearly as memorable. Maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe no. I, I probably am. I overthink movies a lot. And we're going to do the Emmy nominations in a little bit, so we're oh going to overthink some TV shows in a minute. Uh, I skipped this one because I'm an idiot, so I'm going to go back to it. 2004 on this day, Martha Stewart was sentenced to five months in prison and then that. five months house arrest for lying to federal investigators about insider trading. Uh, what's your first thing you think about with Martha Stewart? Is this the first thing you think about her going to jail now? I think she, I always think she's just a... No. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't like her? I didn't like her. She's just a rotten person. <laughs> Kev, what's your thought on Martha Stewart? Martha Stewart's a beast. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> like, I don't even... Like... Even if you... Like, I mean, like, she's just... She's a gangster. Yeah. Like, Martha Stewart is... Martha Stewart's ice cold. <laughs> I like my I respect Martha Stewart. Oh, she's I really get a kick out of her, like doing whatever she wants, and just being like weird and hanging out with Snoop Dogg, and like, I obviously say, I love just being like, I'm an old lady that like smokes weed, and I make. I've seen some of her shows on like that weird, like ragged copper wire that gets some channels sometimes. Yes, it gets like NBC for sports games. 
And she'll just be on some weird... It won't even be like one of her marquee shows. Just something extra she filmed. And she's so pleasantly condescending and casual yes that it's amazing sneaky she's out there she's like yeah you know you can just if you're in your kitchen and of course you can just whip up and it's like some wild like french concoction you've never seen before in your life she's like yeah you know just serve it at dinner parties and it's just yeah. it's excellent i'm always gonna associate her with them making fun of her on saturday night live i want to say it was sherry Ot- uh, i forget who did her on um saturday night live but someone did her for a, as a recurring guest and it was always killer it was like back in the will ferrell era i so. bet i feel like she's a good one to do she's got a lot of she's very yeah. mockable yeah. Seems to be a good sport. That's that's all I want from people. Be a good sport if you're mockable, you know? Uh, and this one is just from last year. This is this year's one-year history lesson. Last year on this day, Despacito uh, by Luis Fonzi and Daddy Yankee became the most streamed song ever, if you count all the streaming platforms being streamed over 4.6 billion times. I don't think it's still going. So it's funny that you say that because I don't really, I don't know that song outside of like the internet memes yes. about Despacito. Exactly. And I know like the name and the concept and the meme, but I don't, I'm not familiar with the song. I'm sure I've heard it somewhere, but I had somebody get angry at me yeah. last week when I'm like, no, I don't know that song. I'm like, yeah, I've heard the name. I'm aware of the song, but I don't know. Like you must have heard That's it. It's funny because you had to have, I'm like, I'm sorry. <laughs> but I, I just I'm sure yeah. I've heard it somewhere but I'm not familiar never, like, and they were like hey. to it. I've only seen it like where people do a dance on and all of a sudden you'll see a meme or a father daughter yeah. dancing like a, the moves to it or mm-hmm. doing something like that but I've never actually watched a video of it or really sat through a whole song no I've never given it the actual full sit down and appreciate the whole song for what it is I'm not even saying I dislike the, no, the one just... like lyric of the song I know which is just the word <laughs> despacito yeah and, yeah 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 uh, it overtook the song. You know, you guys want to guess what song it overtook? Another pop, big pop star song. Oh, this time last year, I, I have no something idea. with Taylor Swift. Uh, Sorry by Justin Bieber, and also The Shape of You by Ed Sheeran. Those are two and three. Sorry was only just last year. I know. Oh no, that was that was the song that had been the most streamed. I'm not saying. Oh, yeah, 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 okay, yeah. okay, 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 okay. Uh, also the fastest ever song to reach two billion YouTube views, which is mind blowing. Makes sense, man. Tap and into the because you tap into the Spanish market. It's true. That's you know true. I mean, like Smart. cross it over. All right, that's all the history lessons. Let's move on. Um, do you guys want? I, I don't. I thought this was weird. Do you guys follow anything that's going on with Kylie Jenner and this controversy that's been going yeah, on with her at all on Twitter? So you can correct me if I'm wrong with this, but apparently Kylie Jenner was named uh, one of the richest people under 21 in, Nicole, uh, in Forbes magazine, saying she was worth $900 million, mm-hmm. uh, and that she was a, and they called her a self-made, self-made. celebrity, right? Aww. So there's two things to unpack here. One is that people, like, I know it became, like, sort of a troll job, but there was an actual GoFundMe account for people to raise the extra $100 million to help her become the youngest ever billionaire, which is... Kind of a good troll, but also made me very sad. <laughs> it's, like, well, it's just leading to in people who want to get into an industry like that because mm. she started out with so much money. There's like, you, mm. well, you're talking about the self-made thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're gonna get to that in oh, a second. Oh, fast. Keep going. No, no. I just want to say, like, <laughs> I, I know it's a meme, like to just make the GoFundMe page only raise like two hundred and sixty dollars, but like, I don't know, man. It just made me upset about the world. <laughs> yeah. Um... <laughs> It was. It's interesting because it highlights uh, a little-known fact that I think people haven't realized about the world. But teens are dumb. Mm. Teens are dumb yes. and do and say dumb yeah. stuff. Yes. Um, and it's interesting because like these, a lot of these young kids in like, the last ten years, so the first generation, these poor kids who've had to grow up with like 
the internet and the video cameras and the cameras and everything being so connected and it's like now there's all these stories where people are just like nuts and like young kids are doing something dumb can you believe it it's like of course i can believe it yeah. and i'm so glad that we weren't around to have that. to live through all this stuff because i've done a lot of dumb things i would not know done dumb things but yeah the kids are, are being dumb heather i gotta ask you again you are a businesswoman you built your own business i mean you you struggled to start online businesses you do lots of stuff I would consider you a self-made woman. Does it bother you that this like label was thrown on her at all? Does it feel disingenuous to you? Well, it's just feels unfair. Yeah, you know, I, I think a lot of people felt that way. Because you, she had all this money. If I had more money, I'd be in a, I would be in a whole different spot right now. I'd Is be it, a self-made, almost billionaire too. It's <laughs> ins- yeah, it's like the like Trump always talks about like you know like being self-made. We well, self-made with like a three million dollar investment from. Like, well, I, mean, I mean, extrapolate that out. Think about even I know so many people. That grew up in in wealthy families. Yeah. There's so many people that grew up wealthy who who like to talk about themselves like they're, you know, whenever whenever people have a lot of money, they don't want to talk about any of the help that they got. And not, yeah. it's not to take away from somebody, but you got to be honest about your situation. You know what I mean? Like, what Kylie Jenner has done, the way that she's leveraged her family's fame and yeah. that starting to grow is super impressive. Yeah. And it would almost be more impressive if you talked about it honestly, because what she did is quite an accomplishment. You know, she hustled a lot of people for a lot of money yes. and really went out and made good money. And yeah. of course, you couldn't have done that without that beginning base. But like, it's already impressive, so you don't need to blow it up to hyperbole. You know, because you talk to a lot of wealthy folks who are successful, and they don't like to acknowledge that like they couldn't have been successful without that head start that they got. And, like, mm-hmm. that's okay. I don't begrudge anybody the head start thing. Yeah. I mean. I do. I would love to have it. <laughs> I'm super yeah. jealous and all that, but like, you know, it's okay that you had a head start. Yeah. Everybody doesn't start with even footing, but like, you should. It's okay to acknowledge it, and like, you shouldn't be insecure about acknowledging, you know, the benefits that you had and the mm-hmm. things that you did, because there's still something to be said for that, and something to be learned from that. All right, let's move on to something else. I think that's good. I think that's good coverage on that. Uh, I have two. Uh, marijuana-based stories. One is serious and one is funny. Don't you know that stuff's illegal, man? Well, not for much longer, apparently. (laughs) Uh, At least not in this state. Reports uh, from New York State health officials are recommending the legalization of marijuana. This is from Albany earlier this week. 74-page analysis released last Friday concluded that the benefits of legalizing uh, outweigh potential risks, suggests the state could raise nearly $7 million in tax revenue off the drug and that legalization wouldn't significantly increase rates of marijuana use by adults or teens. Uh, it's now up to Governor Cuomo and his lawmakers to propose specific legalization proposals. Um, you guys surprised at all? Or just seem kind of late to the party. I mean, it's, I can't say late to the party because it's still expressly prohibited in so many states. But yeah. like, yeah, the, let's boogie. Mm. It's time. Like we've been getting, you know, everybody gives New York and California the credit for being sort of like the two like leaders of like, hey, it's not still the 20th century. Like we're moving forward. You know what I mean? Right. And like these big, you know, especially like New York City and L.A. You know, we're cultural leaders in the country and you know sort of the vanguard of change and our friends out in california have been doing an excellent job over the last 10 15 years and you know it's time for us to join them in new york state i mean you know say what you will like if it becomes legal it doesn't mean that you have to take it it's the same thing with alcohol you know what i mean just like anything else you know and so we've got a ton of great land we've got a ton of knowledgeable people we've got a ton of space we've got the infrastructure to support it so I mean, in this these trying times in our country, New York needs to follow our friends California in leadership well, and help drag this country in the 21st century. My um, brother-in-law lives in, in um, Colorado, mm-hmm. and there's so many people who have been making businesses it's out insane. of this. And they're doing well, and it's you're not hearing really bad mm-hmm. things, are you? Or, it's insane. So you have it's just another people, another way to get people to start new things. And, 100%. I, there's a lot of people that I've known over the years, you know what I mean, people who, you know, regardless of, say, coming from a world, knowing a lot of musicians, a lot of artists, a lot mm-hmm. of even like skateboarders and all these you know different people i know a lot of people who would be 
excellent in business and have good business minds that would be ready to run with that type of thing the second yeah, they win. Exactly. And they would be, you know, you talk Great about, point. you know, using up all these little buildings, these different space, oh, you know, these people screeching about taxpaying businesses, you know, here in the city. This is just one more industry that would bring a ton of taxpaying revenue and take mm-hmm. people who, you know, you got people who might be working as, you know, line cooks on the books because that's all they're technically qualified for. You know, you open this whole new field of business and it just, mm-hmm. I mean, it's the economy. Stupid, to quote Bill Clinton. Uh, the report uh, also predicted that legalizing marijuana would reduce opioid dependency while eliminating cr- criminal penalties. Yeah, while eliminating criminal penalties that disproportionately impact minorities, ten hundred billion trillion percent. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. insane. Uh, what's interesting about this for the Cuomo people out there? Cuomo had long expressed concerns about like uh, whether we should legalize it, but since uh, Cynthia Nixon, <laughs> Sex and the City star, has been so much of a opponent, he's sort of softened his stance a little bit. Good, even if you can't win, drag him to the left. Mm. Drag him. Uh, speaking of dragging people to different sides, you guys read about Elon Musk this week? Elon Musk got some bad press. Uh, hey, Elon Musk. Elon Musk gets bad press every he's week. Crazy. Lately, he's getting a lot more. I yeah, feel like because he's month. a he's a goon. <laughs> well, it came out this week that he was un- lying. <laughs> He's selling you sound bites. He's not a good guy. He was unmasked. He, he was unmasked as a top donor to a House Republican uh, pack. Uh, but it also came out that he apparently just donates to every politician, which is what I never really thought about. So does everybody. Facebook yeah. makes a ton of money too. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, I never really guess put together. Like, if you're a business person who has tons of money, you're just donating to both sides because you want to be able to elicit favors in the future, right? From everybody, which right. like. Which technically, look, hey, it's not wrong. You probably do the same if you're in that position, but get off your high horse. Yeah, you absolute goon. Hey, speaking you pay for Tiger, speaking come crumbling down. Mark my words. Speaking of absolute goons, uh, Ajit Pai also back in the news today. Uh, the FCC is removing their internal, uh, their informal complaint uh, system from their website. Right, so people can no longer send informal complaints. You can still send a formal complaint. Can you guess how much it costs? Oh, money. Uh, yeah, Anything yeah. more than one penny is too much. Can you guess how much it costs to send a formal complaint to the FCC? $20. $20. Higher. What, 50? Higher. 100. 100. Higher. $200. $225. Now, this is the thing. This has always been in place. You could always have sent an informal complaint for free, but if you wanted to send a formal complaint, like a big-time complaint, you had to pay the 225 Which is fair. Which is fair. Now they've well, no, you know, that's not fair, but like it, it's not fair, but I take it back. Yeah. <laughs> but that being said, now that the informal is removed, they've left the only the formal complaint. So now the only way to formally complain to the FCC is to cough up two hundred and twenty-five dollars, which is way more. You know, it's crazy because these people are genuinely like comic book villains. It's so brutal. It's exhausting. Uh yeah. By FCC, design. Not your friend. Uh all right, so we've gone a long time. Uh let's get into the Emmy nominations last thing let's do something light before we close emmys up today. What, tv yeah emmys is tv okay uh so i have a couple talking points we're just going to run through the major categories uh just because we've talked about a lot of this stuff already i want to get your opinions okay yes do you guys like the emmys at all the emmy people at all no I don't no like you don't like any i like the emmys as a television watching event because i actually do watch enough television where i feel like i can sort of be involved in the conversation i feel like clips yeah, clips. like watching clips I, the next day i feel like the emmys are the most boring of them because they have nothing to show, right? Because like they're just TV shows, so like it's not mm-hmm. movies, and they don't have any musical performances, and so it's just like, hey, here we are. Now I'm gonna walk up and say this, mm. but that's fair. Uh, that's fair. All right, uh, let me hit these comedy and drama things. So here's your outstanding comedy series nominees, and you guys just uh, give me what you guys like and see if there's any egregious things you feel like are missing. Sure. Uh, Atlanta, 
I haven't watched it. I really feel like I should watch it. Barry, which I'll talk about in a second. Blackish, Curb Your Enthusiasm, Glow, The Marvelous Miss Maisel, which I guess is a thing, uh, Silicon Valley, and Unbreakable Kimmy Schmidt. Anything on there stand out to you guys? Always Curb. It's crazy that Curb is nominated, I feel like. Why is, didn't Curb not have a season recently? Yeah, it did. Did it most recently just have a season? Am, yeah. I, am I totally forgetting it? Yeah, we, we, I remember you and I watched like two episodes and never looked at it again. They were hilarious, but we just... Huh. Yeah, they had that whole season. They just came yeah. back, remember? Yeah, I guess you're right. Maybe we didn't like finish comeback. watching no, it. No, not yeah. at all. It just stopped one day. Huh. Hmm. Maybe we should go back and watch it again before For sure. <laughs> Curb. Hey, anything that sticks out for you? Um, Silicon Valley. I like the first two seasons. I've heard a lot about that. A lot of people tell me to watch that. Yeah, it's great. I mean, the first my two brother, seasons were great. My so. brother tells me to watch it. My brother's usually one of the best barometers of whether I'm going to like something or yeah. not. He's got. He's always steering me in the right direction. It's a good he's show. It's, it's hysterical. Um, of course, Glow. Like I've really like, enjoyed Glow. I enjoyed Glow. Yeah. Glow was cool. awesome. We'll dig into the second season this week, I think, maybe. Uh, One more episode. I very much enjoyed Barry. I thought it was worth a watch. I don't necessarily know if it's a stone-cold comedy. It's kind of in between. It's hard to call a comedy because mm. it's not always funny, but mm. it's a good show. Outstanding dramas I had more trouble with. I don't watch The Americans or The Crown, but those are things I hear people talk I've about heard The Americans is amazing. Yeah, it seems like a lot to jump a, into well, now. Carrie Rus- Russell. I watched the first season of that, and it was awesome, mm. but then I just lost touch. Game of Thrones, Handmaid's Tale, Stranger Things, This Is Us, and Westworld. Do you guys want to talk about Westworld as being nominated? For- we talk about Westworld every week. Well, that's what I, I think. think I, Westworld's getting a really strange bad rap. Like, I can... Mm. Like, it's everywhere. Like, it's all everybody talks about now. I was like, ah, Westworld, Westworld. Like, uh, there, there's definitely some complaints with Westworld, but, like, what Westworld did is stuff. We're almost, like, spoiled these days. Yes. Oh, we're totally spoiled. I feel like... Yeah, we're I know. Spoiled I'm still gonna... I'm disappointed, but I'm still gonna watch the next season when it right, comes Right, like, out. I mean... I'll yeah, for sure. right to it, and I'll complain at the end of that one, too. Yeah, yeah you know, I th- and I think a lot of it is just, like, people just are confused and say, I don't like it because I don't want to think you know, about it. I think it's it. hard yeah. because usually you can kind of get an idea and think you know what's going on, and there is just no way. You cannot hmm. predict what's going to happen in that show. So yeah. um, what are you watching the show trying to predict it for? I don't know. I kind of just want to... Sit there and watch it and watch it Because I have a mindset of what I think is going to be happening and it doesn't happen. Just like let it fantasy happen booking. to you. Yeah, that's what just, that's called in wrestling. You fantasy book what you think is going to happen and yeah. it never lives up to your expectations. You just got to sit back and, and, and <clears throat> lean back and let the wave roll over you. No. Uh, I won't get into... We don't need to get into the categories in terms of actors or anything. I just want to say... I want to talk about lead actor in a comedy series. This is the second year in a row that I'm going to complain that Mark Maron is not getting any him. nomination buzz for GLOW for lead actor in That's a comedy crazy. series. And they have 12 Emmys, don't they? Or something like they that? They got a lot of Emmys, but I think that Who it's... Who else a, is in it? You want to hear the men? Okay. I might make a case, yeah. Who Anthony Anderson in Blackish. Mm-hmm. Ted Danson in The Good Place. Mm-hmm. Larry David in Curb Your Enthusiasm. Mm-hmm. Donald Glover, Atlanta. Bill Hader for Barry. William H. Macy for Shameless. I think as much as I like Hater and Macy, you could knock one of those guys from Aaron and I wouldn't be mad He's about got, it. Yeah, definitely. I haven't watched the newest season of Shameless because I haven't dropped that on Netflix yet, um, but comparatively before I would use it, uh, I love Marion and Glow. He's my favorite part of Glow. I think he's excellent in Glow. But I think it's I think it's fair two. to say that his yeah, I haven't seen season if you two. See season two it's it's gonna change it. Okay. You. I mean I was just gonna say he's not not derivative. Sure. I, you know what I mean? I've seen that character, uh, Billy, he does a great job. Yeah. He does that character excellently, but hmm. that character is, uh, like, been done, and I feel like more other people can do it. I don't think so. And I think season, like I said, I haven't seen season, season two. Season two, wait to see it. It's completely like, Yeah, like I said, and if that's what they're nominating for, then I'm, I could be completely off base. But from what I saw from season one, I mean, he's excellent. Like I said, he's my favorite part, but. 
I'm also going to stick with the glow thing. I don't. I think it's a shame that uh, Allison Brie did not get nominated yeah. for anything. Um, She's far and away the, doing the best acting yeah, on that show. Yeah, the show. I'm gonna, can I give you the lead actresses in comedy? See if there's anyone you want. Like, okay, sure. Pamela Adlin for Better Things, which I've heard is good, never seen. That's I don't the, know what that is. That's the FX show. She sure. used to be on Louis' show. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, Rachel Brosnahan for Marvelous Miss Maisel. Again, I know people like that show. I, mm-hmm. I've i heard people... It's on Amazon, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alice and Janney, I think just for that show Mom, she's just riding the fact that people are really hot on Alice and Janney right now, right? Uh, Isra Ray from Insecure, never seen it. Tracy Ellis Ross from Blackish, I do like her. Uh, and then Lily Tomlin from Grace and Frankie, I which is a Netflix show. I feel like you could have got Alice and Brie in there somewhere. Like... Yeah, probably. Know. The only person that I've seen, only because I've watched some clips, I've read some articles, um, Issa Rae from Insecure. Yeah. From what I understand, is doing amazing work. And mm-hmm. I haven't gotten to really dig it because there's only so much time in the day for shows. But I've read a lot of a lot of things from, you know, opinionists mm-hmm. and talk to people whose opinion I really trust mm-hmm. that say that's something else. But yeah, you could definitely squeeze in Alice and mm-hmm. Brie somewhere. Alice and Jamie doesn't need it. That's fair. Uh, all right, so let's, let's close out with this. I just want to say one thing that was interesting about this Emmy, though. This is the first time in history that Netflix got more nominations than HBO. I was going to just say that. I, I yeah, you see that? that on there. Yeah. I, that's awesome. awesome. Well, they also put out more content. So like, <laughs> they, put out, they put out way more content. Of course, so. yeah. We were talking about this last week. It's kind of hard, I guess, to like judge them accordingly. So you know, keep that in mind. Also, Twin Peaks didn't get any nominations. Not surprised, but probably deserved it. Uh, I was going to talk about the, Sarah, the Sasha Baron Cohen thing you sent me, but I didn't get a chance to watch it. Did you watch it? I saw a lot of people talking about Sasha Baron Cohen's show. Uh, I'll probably wait until it all comes <laughs> out and watch yeah. it. All right, that's it, guys. Let's uh, let's let's call it. I'm hot and sweaty. I need to wipe my face off. Uh, follow Heather on Twitter, Heather Waz. One, follow Kevin on Twitter, uh, underscore Kevin Sullivan. Follow me at SF Doom, or don't just follow the show at Uticast. Uh, we are also on Facebook, Instagram, SoundCloud, uh, MadeInUtica.com, uh, Uticast.com for all back and uh, current episodes. Uh, Cyanar, Humanoids, uh, Woodstock lives. Keep it tight. I am dripping with sweat. Oh, God. I'm tired. It's so hot. <laughs> I'm dying. My shirt is stuck to the chair. Okay.